Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers animated podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. And today we're reviewing the episode with no name. Except it does have a name, and that name is A Fistful of Energon. They're they're improving. They're improving with the with the titles. But for a few cubes more. <laughs> The good, the bad, and the bugly. <laughs> but it didn't have bugly in it. But it should no, have. No, it should have had bugly in it. it. Because everything should have bugly in it. I mean, hey, with that power of the primes, we we are closer than ever to getting a new bugly. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, yeah. I, this was written by... Uh, Andrew Robinson, who previously wrote uh, The Thrill of the Hunt, the last episode with Lockdown in it, and will go on to write Five Servos of Doom, the other episode with Lockdown in it. Oh. Ooh. Well then. He, he is the Lockdown guy. Apparently. Well, I, I like consistency like that. And I mean, I guess yeah, since true. there are three of them, this is kind of the Dollars trilogy of, uh, <laughs> of Transformers Animated. Sure. May 24th, 2008. Uh, probably a long weekend in Canada. So we celebrate Victoria Day. Ooh. Uh, the el- the nice ostensible queen. birthday of, yes, Queen Victoria, which we celebrate uh, mostly by getting drunk. Well, that's, I mean, that's pretty much how everybody celebrates everything. Anyway. It, would, it would truly honor her memory. <laughs> Famous drunk Queen Victoria. Yes. Anyway, we we open in space, and the uh, the elite guard ship is headed, I guess, from Earth onto Cybertron. But suddenly, there's an explosion in the hull. But thankfully, uh, instruments of destruction do, does not start playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the explosion oh, is, the explosion is coming from inside the spaceship. No, Get out of the spaceship! The explosion is coming from inside the spaceship. <laughs> Uh, but no, it is Starscream, and he just flies off and declares vengeance upon Megatron. Yep. Same old, same like, old. later. Yep. So cut to Dinobot Island, where Prowl and Bulkhead are investigating uh, reports of Dinobot rampages. Which, who's reporting these rampages? You know. I mean, is uh, there anything actually on Dinobot Island? I thought that was the point, really. Yeah. yeah. This is why I hate campers. <laughs> <laughs> Are guys like trying to shoot like a low budget horror movie or something? <laughs> Maybe. Or I don't know, a Robocop sequel? <laughs> ninjas everywhere. Oh, like Ro- oh, like in Robocop 3. Yes. The or, one wait, by those- Frank Miller. Are those robo? Are those ninjas or samurai? Um, it's Frank Miller. They're ninjas. Well, this question will become relevant later in the episode. Believe it or not. I suppose that's <laughs> very relevant. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, and uh, Prowl has brought along a uh, new accoutrement on this trip: uh, Ratchet's EMP generator. Fancy that you can't wear that on your toy. It's true, he can't. Well, that's why this episode says it's bad. Do not use accessories not available with your toy. Yeah, you have to wait until you get the ones that actually come with some version of your toy. That's right. But, you know, Prowl's all, hey, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not really going to need this. I'm not going to need these stasis cuffs I brought. Uh, Because, you know, the Dinobots are basically peaceful, and I've always been able to uh, reason with them. Uh, At which point... Grimlock just busts through the foliage and starts wrecking stuff. 
<laughs> As he Breathing does. Breathing fire, causing havoc. I, I will note that this approach, while in G1 they did eventually do the Dinobot Island thing, which never really got used very much apart from its introductory episode, this is a much better approach than keeping them in the closet. <laughs> yeah. It is slightly better. So Grimlock busts in. He almost endangers some adorable birds. Oh, baby birds! In their They're nest. just so cute. little yellow circles. They're just little yellow blobs. I mean, they look like baby Eggies. chickens, which they they kind of look like angry birds. Oh. Oh, <laughs> no, not that. Oh, God, that makes me want them smashed. Yes. <laughs> Please throw a pig at these, or however that works. The, the other way around. Okay, then. I just want to see... Or maybe in the, I didn't see the movie, so I don't know how that works. Yeah, I'm sure there's some <laughs> elaborate backstory as to why birds are being chucked at pigs. Yeah, that's like... That's very involved. It's the not. pigs stole eggs. Okay. Wow. Anyway, I just want to see Prowl throw an entire pig at somebody. Yeah, same. <laughs> anyway, he I'm finally sad. does have to use this EMP generator to take down Grimlock. And they find that, uh, much like Andrew Kelly's and the lion, uh, Dinobot, or Grimlock has a big spike. Depending on who you ask, if it's the dialogue, it is just, like jammed into his foot, and if it's the animation, it's just kind of wedged between his toes. Yeah, yeah. it's it's not that it doesn't really look that bad. No, I mean it's stuck between his claw toes. Like it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. But and Ratchet's instructions on how to use the EMP generator to get it out are just nonsense. <laughs> Like, it's yeah, it just... overly complicated. Well, I didn't assume it was using the EMP generator to get it out. That was just to numb the area to then get it out. Yeah, I mean, it's... At 60%? I guess because it's just aimed at his foot, as opposed to taking the whole thing down, because otherwise he'll have, like, pins and needles the whole time. Yeah, I know, I just... Saying it's a percentage is just a little odd when he could have said the level 60 or something. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's... It's a kind of a weird scene, but... And also, what is this thing, anyway? It's an EMP generator, you know. No, I mean, I mean, what, what is this spike from? That is a very good question, because it's clearly not organic. Is it a huge-ass thorn? It's a metal thorn? It's like, definitely know, like, from something, something metal. Island. Is it a piece of Meltdown's base? Yeah, that's that's Ooh. acceptable. I'll buy it. And then there's... Uh, also, they brought along stasis cuffs, which I kind of wanted to see on Grimlock, just as they would somehow <laughs> attach to his tiny little forearms, and this would impede him in any way. Yes. <laughs> You'd have to get his forearms to meet. Like, you'd have to get them close enough. I mean, maybe they extend out? Maybe. Like the the, the link between them? Maybe? Question mark? <laughs> it's adorable, though. It would be adorable. Anyway, so... Grimlock is fine. Uh, nobody gets eaten. And Prowl kind of enjoys his uh, his new toy. So they go back to the Autobot base a where little, they're... A little too much. Yep. And uh, <laughs> Ratchet's a little worried. He knows that uh, people enjoying stuff too much. Never good. <laughs> I didn't realize he was that religious. Can't well, he's old. Old people often are. That's that's fair. Also, just even if they... Even if that's not their justification, old people just do not approve of enjoying things. That's right. He doesn't, he's had it up to here with these millennial ninjas. Yeah. Going around thinking they can just use EMPs to do things that they clearly are not. That's not how EMPs work. That's not how EMPs work. Okay. Nope. I can't help it. <laughs> so yeah, Ultra Magnus, uh, radios in the, uh, the Autobot base, tells them that, uh, you know, Starscream is gone, he's going back to Earth, 
And also, we would have called you sooner, but uh, our tachyon transmitter is missing. Uh, as we saw, it was <laughs> stolen back in Mission Accomplished, and is currently in Megatron's possession, who is indeed watching this transmission himself. Nice. Thanks. Thanks, Megatron. So he puts a bounty on the traitor Starscream. And okay, he just so consistently calls him the traitor Starscream throughout the episode. Maybe, like, that's the name that's on his fine. packaging? Like, <laughs> Autobot Jazz, Traitor Starscream? That's like that episode of Venture Brothers, where they're at that uh, Guild of Calamitous Inve- Intent uh, Tribunal, and they're constantly talking about the traitor Phantom Limb. Yeah. On the one hand, I'm entirely okay with that. On the other hand, they don't seem to be all that insistent on in telling everybody that Sari and Bumblebee are on Boblo Island. <laughs> oh, it is, uh, it is five banners, five banners roller coaster kingdom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know. Which is, I assume, like a six flags? Presumably. It, has to be. it must be. Like cheap knockoff six flags. But it's entirely possible that it is on uh, the now-defunct Boblo Island, having been restored uh, at some point in the next 50 years. Ooh, that would be interesting. Boy, we got ads for that all the time when I was a kid on Detroit TV. <laughs> Until 1993. Yes. So I have I have a question here that I was going to sort of wait and see if maybe... The, the episode would would bring this up, see if it would get answered. Where's Megatron getting any kind of currency with which to pay any kind of bounty? I've got that in my notes, too. Where is Megatron <laughs> getting all this money? <laughs> like, apparently this is a big bounty. Think about yeah, because he puts a bounty on, Star, on the traitor Starscream. And Lockdown talks about how big a bounty it is. How this is, like, like a the... really... He says it's the yeah. biggest bounty he's ever had. Yeah, like... I, I, I just kind of assume he had a Swiss Patronian bank account. <laughs> and 50 years of interest. Or it's possible, along with these Decepticon uprisings, like he's also sending Decepticons in to rob space banks. <laughs> There's an episode I want to see. Absolutely. It's like Heat, but with robots. I mean, I was thinking maybe it would be a thing where it was like, well, yeah, I mean, he's Megatron. Of course, he's not going to actually pay this bounty. But no, it didn't seem to be that he was being deceitful about there being a bounty. It just seems to be that, I don't know, he's got some huge stash of some kind of universal currency. Plus, I guess... uh Galactic the... creds or something. Qu- Quadloos. <laughs> And based on the end of the episode, I'm just imagining him now going, Say hello to my minicon! (laughs) (laughs) Just got a big pile of Energon dust on his desk. Maybe. Maybe he does. And uh, and that the world is yours blimp, except it's actually a Decepticon that turns (laughs) into a blimp. Yes. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) First you get the Energon, then... Wait a... The Energon, then the women, then the power? Women are in there somewhere. (laughs) Women are third, unfortunately. Uh. I was recently listening to a Simpsons podcast that covered this. Oh, first you get the sugar. Yes. (laughs) To to the (laughs) B-Mobile. Yes, Adam West. <laughs> All right. Uh, I completely forgot that, like, Teletran and the Ark were still on the island. Yeah. Yeah, I took notes asking, when did they move that? I think at the end, when they used uh, it to shoot down... Uh... Well, yeah, remember, it, it, crashed, it crashed there the during Megatron I Rising, and they... Vaguely remember... I remember that after I saw it, but I'd forgotten it was still there. <laughs> right, it was wedged into the volcano like uh, like in G1. Yeah, we haven't yes. seen it since the beginning of the season. Or, or it was at the end of last... It's been a while since we've seen it. So anyway, you know, Prowl says, Hey, you know, I've got this, I've got this EMP generator. Maybe I could take down a Decepticon. Yeah. 
And why don't I use the scanners to find Starscream? And, uh, oh, hey, it looks like he's on the moon. Yeah, Pr- Prowl just completely goes out of character. This also, so would this be your music? No, that was... There we go. Somebody that was my ferret. He's in a cardboard box scratching, and it's making the oh, okay. entire box. Oh. Why? Ferret you music. Do this right now? Where's it? Oh. Prowl is acting out of character, and Bulkhead actually calls him out on acting out of character in the dialogue. Yeah, like, hey, Bulkhead, this is... Uh, or, hey, Prowl, this isn't like you. This is crazy. And, and uh, a few minutes from now, everyone else calls him out on being out of character. Yes. But listen, we've got to teach the audience an important lesson, and that's going to require you to act like a total dick, more so than usual, for the next 20 minutes. We've already had this sort of thing with Bumblebee. I get to act like a total dick for the next 20 minutes? I'm on board. Yes. yes. So yeah, Bulk is like, hey, you know, just the two of us, we can't possibly fight Starscream. And Prowl agrees, and then leaves without Bulkhead. Ah, <sighs> Prowl. We had and, uh, this character so. arc with you already. Yep. And unfortunately, this happens to Bulkhead all the time, too. Poor, poor Bulkhead. Poor guy. Yeah. Can you go through your character arc again? <laughs> <laughs> and yes, he takes off in the arc's uh, doofy little emergency shuttle. Yay! That was the emergency shuttle? They call it the emergency shuttle, yeah. It's kind of adorable. <laughs> I was not clear on it not being the entire arc. <laughs> I mean, it's a good thing he didn't take the entire thing, because it gets blown up. Yeah. <laughs> it is It is matching, though. I appreciate that it's got the, the color scheme matching. Yes. And hey, as, uh, as we know from Beast Wars, uh, the arc always contains an emergency shuttle. It's important. To be fair, it is kind of important. I mean, come on. You end up so yeah, out uh, in floating in space like this. So Prowl just takes off to the moon. Uh, Optimus and Ratchet try and tell him that this is insane and stupid and you'll die. And then Prowl just cuts them off with fake static. It's it's pretty good. And Ratchet goes out of his way to note that Prowl's fake static is way worse than Bumblebee's fake static. <laughs> yes. I mean, Bumblebee's had so much more practice. True, true. That's the real problem, is that Prowl just doesn't normally do this sort of thing. Yes. So he finds, uh, finds, he uh, pokes around the uh, ruins of the Decepticon warship that crashed there, and indeed he finds, he finds Starscream. Kind of a kind of a weirdly purple star screen. Hmm. Or is this is this the regular star screen? Uh, I think he finds regular star screen first. Okay, yeah, oh yeah, I think that's just regular star screen. And believe it or not, his ninja stars actually do something. What? They stick in and then make a <laughs> noise when he pulls them out. <laughs> yes. And so Prowl actually holds his own pretty well in this fight. Yeah, oh, imagine he, that. He owns Starscream here. He, Between being invisible and having the EMP generator, he just kicks his ass. Yeah. So yeah, gets, uh, he fools Starscream with a hologram, blasts him with the EMP, and then puts the cuffs on him. But then here comes the man with no name. Dressed, indeed, in a uh, in a totally incongruous poncho. <laughs> to take that bounty off his hands. I like the poncho. I I like Transformers wearing clothing for no reason except dramatic so do I. stuff. Yes. Is, is that a serape, a sriracha? Mm, sriracha. Something, poncho, somewhere on there. I, He's I just deliberately thought... dressing like Clint Eastwood. Yes. yes. Yeah. Of course, my first thought was, uh, was it full cloth crossbones Gundam or something? Is there a Gundam who wears a poncho? Yes, there's at least two, I think. Wait, is one of them think, tequila um... Gundam? <laughs> oh, that one might have a metal one, but... there There's at least two that have used cloth, actual cloth. Uh, one of them after I got its arm ripped out in, um, Gundam Double Zero. And the thing uh, is... It, one of the crossbones. Like, a Gundam is huge. Where are they getting that much cloth? 
Okay, y- you're C- thinking about the cloth. There's actually a Gundam that has a giant space katana. That's an actual katana. Well, so I mean, that's, that's made out of metal. I mean, if you're making a giant robot, I presume you could also somehow make a giant sword. And you, you figure they can't make that much cloth? Well, I mean, I that's mean, a lot of cloth. Are they? Is it like one <laughs> big woven unit? Did it? Was it made up of panels that had to be? Oh, and is it like a giant quilt? Ooh, that would be pretty. Or like cool. one of those weird blankets with that, uh, like they always had on the couch on Roseanne. Yes, I think by Roseanne you mean my house. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's not your house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that's also a robot that has a giant crossbow. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think that's mentioned, but this is lockdown. <laughs> yes. The only Transformer that could justify wearing a Serape. Yes. Although, um, uh, Scavenger had one on Armada that one time, I think. Uh, and movie Megatron eventually wears one. Oh yeah, although that is integrated into his vehicle mode, so that's kind of cool, at least. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I like Lance Henriksen, but he is kind of like a B-grade uh, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't hire Clint Eastwood as a voice actor. But, yes, we, we do have the return of Lance Henriksen here. Yes. Yay! I love Lance Henriksen. And everybody loves Lance Henriksen. He's great. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he is kind of a B-grade Clint Eastwood, but that often meant that he was in more interesting movies than Clint Eastwood was during his heyday in the 80s. Well, yeah, like <laughs> Aliens. Yes. Even Prell seems to love Lance Henriksen. Yes. Left turn, Clyde. Oh, man. Uh, Lance Henriksen uh, going cross-country with an orangutan? I'd watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? Anyway, so yeah, Lockdown is unsurprisingly uh, after this. Uh, he's after this bounty, and so uh, so they fight. Uh, Lockdown uses his chainsaw hand, which is always awesome. Yes. Oh yes, they need to sell toys here. That's right. It's, it's animated. There's like a close up of it spinning up and being a chainsaw. It's great. Yes. And then Starscream uh, wakes up and is just angry at them because he just wants them to stop fighting or he'll just die of rust. <laughs> yes, he wants them to stop talking because they're they're being all chatty about it. I mean, I guess they're just all on the radio because they're on the moon and the moon is in a vacuum. Yes. Which is an excellent point. And of course, he's also unlikely to rust in a vacuum as well. He points that out. <laughs> he says he's... If they don't hurry up and finish that soon, he's going to rust, and there's not even any air there. But he does mention that 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 just makes it worse. Something like 80% vacuum, isn't it? I'm not sure exactly how you do with percentages of vacuums, but I I do know that there's no sound. There there isn't enough atmosphere to uh, convey uh, sound waves. Yeah, and what atmosphere I... Is there, I think, is like only like knee level yeah. or something. So it'd be like foot level for uh, Transformers. Because <laughs> they're big. Anyway, so he does indeed shut up, but he shuts up for so long that they, you know, they fight for a while, and then they look over, and he's just gone. Oops. Good job. So we cut to outside where Starscream, who is uh, strangely kind of reddish... Uh, maybe he did rust. Strangely kind of reddish and kind of whitish. Yeah. So he just uh, he just blows up the emergency shuttle. More white than gray. So he blows up that and then flies up towards Earth. So now uh, now Prowl is stranded, but uh, Lockdown, not stranded, because he brought uh, the Death's Head, which he takes off in, but not before Prowl hitches a ride. I noted it as being very slave one. Is it specifically related to Death's Head? I mean, they call it the Death's Head in the uh, Almanacs. So, so it's a, not necessarily originally. No, but I'll I'll allow it. 
We're not hiding weird continuity stuff in like the the front is piece or whatever they're doing in those later books. Yep. So our two hero characters have fight fighted and now they team up. Yep. Yep. It's like an issue of Marvel team up. Hey, why must they always fight first? <laughs> because we want to know who would win, except we never actually see who would win because we're trying to sell both of their comics. I guess that's fair. Oh god. I I would totally buy lockdown number five. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's a little bit of ratchet uh, in his life. A little bit of uh a <laughs> little bit of prowl uh oh, no. I'm not even going to try. That joke is not worth the effort. <laughs> a little bit of Starscream in his knees. Uh, anyway, so yeah, they they decided that they you know, they both want Starscream. Prowl can track him down. But he needs the sensors on the ship to do it. So yeah, they've got to team up. But uh, lockdown is all. Hey, you know, I'm uh, I've got all this stuff. Uh, why don't you uh, help yourself to it? To sell toys. That's Yay! right. <laughs> so I am not a hundred percent clear on what the relation is to ninja and samurai. <laughs> um. Official and unofficial, I forget which it is. Like, a lot of ninja were samurai that just, like, stopped being official samurai and just worked for hire as henchmen. But, like, samurai in a way were also kind of worse because they would, their allegiances could shift. Although they're, they're mostly, there are tales of really loyal samurai, but it's more like they rap for themselves. Ninja were, like, they would stick with who they were employed by usually because they were getting a steady paycheck. But you can't really be a ninja and a samurai simultaneously. A samurai is kind of like a knight in shining armor and then a ninja is just like a spy. Though much like the knight in shining armor they actually were not as great as people say. People act like... But indeed, Prowl does get a full onset of samurai armor that turns into a sidecar, and the toy does actually do this, and it's kind of amazing. I I will note... Yes, and also he should be suspicious of the source. I, I do have a, a small protest. They act like the sidecar is really super cool, and uh, I, I grew up around uh, a lot of motorcycle people, and sidecars are not that cool. I mean, si- no, sidecars no. are... Have, sidecars have never been cool. No. Sidecars are the minivan of motorcycles. Yeah. The fanny pack <laughs> of motorcycles. Yeah. I mean, he's not even a side I, hacker. No. <laughs> I, I'm going to object to the fanny pack of motorcycles because... Professional wrestlers traditionally use fanny packs to carry all their drugs. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not even that cool. Unless that armor is actually full of drugs. You never know. The central metaphor of this episode kind of does compare... uh, True, it does kind of treat them as performance-enhancing drugs. Yes. (laughs) Performance-enhancing science. I mean, I can assure you, after a couple of sidecars, my performance is anything but enhanced. <laughs> oh, wow, that the actual samurai armor toy is really chunky looking. Yes, yeah, I've huh. got it. Uh, I've got it right here in my hot little hand. I, I just got the Aww. regular version. I got the original with the late pulse signal flare. Yeah, I got a well, It's rock. got the, uh, I mean, it's a... I think there are some parts in common from the original Prowl. The legs, probably? I think maybe the legs, but almost everything else is remolded so that it'll fit. And it's hmm. it's kind of amazing. Hmm. So anyway, yeah, we, we get some, uh, some very nice shots of this because Hasbro does indeed want you to buy this toy. <laughs> they get to Detroit where there's, I can't thankfully, blame them. It's a good toy. Where there's thankfully a convenient uh, vacant lot for... Lockdown to park a ship in and disguise it as a uh, as a building. Well, to be fair, vacant lots is not something that Detroit is lacking in. This is future Detroit, though. It's got all that robot money. <laughs> it's also a place he's parked his ship in many times before, apparently. Yes. 
It's like uh, he's probably paying rent. <laughs> probably. Hey, just to just keep this spot empty, I'll uh, I'll be back. Who built a basketball court here? I'm pissed. Oh man, then he just lands and crushes a bunch of uh, like Spike Lee day players. <laughs> and Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes trying to hustle a guy. <laughs> No, no, none of this. I reject all of this. <laughs> oh, you don't want to see green men can't jump? <laughs> I guess tin men can't jump. Yeah. That works. Anyway, so they, they go, they, they disguise it as a building, they go out for a little drive, get the, uh, and Prowl is all, hey, this uh, this is pretty sweet. I'm uh, I'm awesome now. And uh, thankfully nobody else is around. To pick on him. For being a dork. <laughs> and also for having nobody in his sidecar. Yeah, there's that too. You'd think that maybe he could like come up with a little hologram person to put in his sidecar. <laughs> well, he doesn't come up with a hologram person to put in himself, so... Yeah, he just doesn't care at this point. I'm going with lockdown, baby. Yeah, he's being cool with his cool friend. He doesn't want to seem like a nerd. <laughs> And indeed, they do find Starscream, who's just hiding under a bridge like a troll. <laughs> and and who seems to have acquired a new neurosis, where he's just super cowardly. Yes, and, and also he's very purple. Yes, he's surprisingly purple. Well, also he's true, hiding yes. under the bridge. He, he's uh, one of those light-sensitive toys. He's been under the bridge, so his colors have changed a little. Oh, he's like... Uh... Wait, actually, Transformers have never done the light-sensitive thing, have they? They've done the water color no, change. Uh, He's like Zartan. Zart? Yeah. Or uh, Ninja... He wants to give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away I was going to say Ninja Force, but that was also uh, temperature. Yeah, I think that was... Yeah, I think Sunlight was just Zartan and his relatives, who I guess disguised themselves. Well, that can't be Zartan. He's blue. So yeah. I'm pretty sure Zartan's not blue. <laughs> That's just some blue guy. <laughs> that can't be. There's nothing suspicious there. Oh, he's just imperson- He and his siblings are just impersonating the blue man group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, accurate. So anyway, they... Uh, Starship gives them a slip, Prowl chases him down, and now he can, like, really... He's, instead of that sort of dinky jetpack he got, he can, like, full-on fly now. Impressive. Nice jump jets. Yes. And indeed, he does take him down, uh, blast him with the EMP, and uh, then Lockdown calls uh, calls Megatron and say, hey, we're going to meet at this abandoned warehouse I like. You know, my favorite abandoned warehouse. The abandoned warehouse where I park my ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Prowl, who did you think was paying the guy that's usually paid by the Decepticons? Yeah. And who would want Starscream? You know, the Autobots aren't paying for him. No. On the one hand, Prowl objecting to this is kind of hilarious. On the other hand, Prowl's a total idiot for talking so much before trying to shoot Lockdown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, indeed, he ties uh, he ties him up with Ebola and then just takes off. And here come the rest of the Autobots to tell Prowl that he's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lockdown dragging not Starscream is great. Just, ow, ow. Yeah, he's basically just dragging him down the street face down. Yes. It's not not pleasant. If he were a person, that would kill him horribly. Oh, yes. Fortunately, uh, he is a robot. Yep. And he's got a metal face. That's got to be messing up the, uh... It's got to be messing up the pavement. Ow. Yeah, that's not great. No. So yeah, Autobots get there, they tell him that, uh, you know, you, you sound like Lockdown these days, and also you look dumb. <laughs> Optimus totally doesn't recognize that Lockdown isn't as... No one actually yeah. thinks that sidecars are cool. Seriously, dude. Just don't. <laughs> Alright, so they, uh, they are almost at Starscream and uh, Lockdown, when indeed, another Starscream turns up. <gasps> dun dun dun! You mean that's not just another... You mean that's not just another jet? No, just, yeah, just <laughs> another jet, you know, doing one of its regular buzzing of 
downtown Detroit. Because, yeah, Pearl says that about that being just a regular Harrier jet. And it's like, yeah, yeah they are known to just, yeah, buzz, buzz, buzz Detroit. Detroit all the time. Yeah. That's totally a thing. No. No, it's not just a regular Harrier jet. Don't be dumb. <laughs> And indeed, this where the other Starscream is cowardly, this one is just a, a real sycophant. He's just uh, constantly flattering everybody. Well, what's up with that? Yeah, this is, uh, this is weird. <laughs> so yeah, Prowl once again uses his new upgrades to take him down, and in doing so, just wrecks the place. Including a bird's nest. Oh. Which had eggs in it, oh, but... Symbolism, no! Yes, because they couldn't actually just show dead baby birds. That would be Yeah, just, just a bunch of mangled dead baby birds. That would be... Oh, I had a, I had a sparrow I had a sparrow die in my bird bath today. Aww, that's not great. It's unfortunate. Man. Aw, oh, you didn't even get to cook them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a sparrow. There's, there's just not much there's there. There's not really much on them. I mean, a morning dove would be another thing, but uh, no. Not plus, I don't even know. You know, it just—it wasn't attacked by a cat or anything. It just keeled over and died. Who knows what kind of weird bird diseases it has? Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. Well, that's what cooking is for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. uh, anyway, so Prowl feels uh, you know pretty bad, but uh, hey, I gotta get locked down. He—he betrayed me, and I must use this uh, armor that he gave me to beat him up. Yeah, I, I just need the mods a little bit more. Just a little <laughs> bit more. I can quit any time I want. That's right, just <sighs> not right now. I do not buy the metaphor premise of these as performance enhancement strokes. <laughs> no. Although, as the wiki page points out, I and I didn't realize this watching it, but, uh, of course, uh, Fistful of Dollars was a loose adaptation of Yo Jimbo, which is, of course, a samurai movie. Oh, yeah. Huh. So it is, the armor is both toy shilling and thematically appropriate. Ooh. So I, I assume the next episode where this shows up is going to be the Seven Prowls. <laughs> uh, the sequel to Yo Jimbo was Sanjuro? Something? I don't know. I have a DVD set of Did they make that into a, a for a few dollars more? I'm not sure if they're related. I'm not spaghetti western Uh, enough. No. I don't think they made a sequel to The Seventh Samurai into anything related to Fistful of Oh, Seventh Samurai. Sorry, I thought you meant... uh, Okay. Okay. Anyway, so... uh, uh, We we get this this, uh, deal set up, like it's uh, Reservoir Dogs or something. It is the Mexicanist of Mexican standards. Yeah, because Lockdown is there, Megatron is there with Blitzwing and Lugnut, and uh, then Prowl is there. Prowl has completely forgotten how to stealth due to his yeah. new mods. It's just so big and clunky, he's always bonking it on things. Yeah. Well, no, he kicks a teeny weeny screw, he doesn't have extra armor on his feet. You I mean, it's presumably thrown his balance uh, off so he can't creep around. Probably. Although, at least as per the toy, there's no extra armor on his legs, unless you count those sort of things that hang over his hips. I mean, that kind of counts. But his torso is heavier enough. Yeah. Also, he's wearing that helmet, so his peripheral vision might be off. It does have things that stick out a bit. <laughs> yeah. The mods give him minus two yes. to stealth. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> matter what actually is physically there. It just matters what yeah. the stats are. <laughs> Naturally. How these things work? Yeah, so, uh, so he comes in. The uh, uh, the Autobots then burst in with the second Starscream in tow, and Megatron is all WTF lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> no one leaves until I find out which one is the real Starscream. <laughs> They're gonna have a race, and then lockdown leaves. <laughs> yep. He's like, eh, no. Well, see ya. Later. <laughs> because, indeed, these two Starscreams crack open their cockpits, and it turns out that they are bombs. <laughs> Good job. And you know what, Starscream? If you didn't insist on doing the villain speech, you would have won. Yeah, if they'd just blown up. And had a quicker timer. Yeah. It was a pretty good, pl- it was a pretty good plan, but 
it falls apart because timers and Megatron is like, oh, we can just fly away. If, if I may quote uh, Frank Miller here, it was a good plan, Starscream. You shouldn't have signed it. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> ah, Frank Miller. Why? Why so much Frank Miller? I mean, listen, that's, that's Daredevil Born Again, which is like maybe the last gasp of good Frank Miller. Pretty much, yeah. Hey, what, um, someone at some point, maybe before this fight even, says that, um, Prowl might have Decepticon oil in his tubes? Yes. Lockdown says that is a oil to him. Yeah. yeah. You know, Decepticon brand oil. I mean, it's like, like that, uh, that good stuff that Megatron was drinking, uh, last episode. Oh, yeah. I guess so. Does drinking Decepticon oil turn you into a Decepticon? Is that how lockdown should Decepticon? <laughs> how do, how do Autobots and Decepticons work? I in mean, this it series? is apparently like a genetic We're never thing. We're a clear answer. Which we, we get into later with Jetstorm and uh, Jetfire. Aw, my cuties. Honestly, just repeat to yourself, it's just a show you should really just relax. Yes, <laughs> and not to mention that in a couple episodes, we're going to be very confused vis-a-vis Energon as bodily fluid and energy, or sorry, oil as beverage and oil as bodily fluid. Yeah. And it's going to be gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Megatron is all well. You, can, you know, I'm, I can, I, you know, we're just in a warehouse, and these things are clearly counting down. So, uh, let's get out of here. So the Decepticons transform. He is briefly like a helicopter Gerwalk. Yeah, which is weird. Oh. Is it Gerwalk? I, I, sh- I think we discussed this before. Is it Gerwalk yeah. or Jerwalk? I think okay. it's Gerwalk. So how I, I okay. said it, but I've only ever seen it written. I don't think I've ever seen it said anywhere in fiction. <laughs> I don't know that it's ever been. Specifically defined. <gasps> oh. I mean, someone has to have defined it. It's it's a little button that's G on the console yeah. in a Veritech or yeah, uh, that's Valkyrie. <laughs> not not a Veritech. Veritech is Robotech. Robotech oh, is bad. Robotech is fine, except it's just Harmony Gold. Yeah, that's whatever bad. the formal agreement is, is just fuck yeah. Harmony Gold. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, Simon Furman's new employers. Yeah, I know. Well, it's. Uh, I mean, I'll never begrudge anybody being a patient. Yeah. I guess. Money is important. I think Nick Roche drew a cover or something, but... Uh, yeah, yep. gotta pay the bills. Do not want. So, lockdown's uh, out of there, the Decepticons are out of there, uh, the Autobots are left hang- holding the exploding bag. So Prowl uses his samurai armor to uh, stick the Starscream bombs together... And then fly them out into the into the sky. Into space. Into the Decepticons. Yes. yes. So I think we're very much at the point now where the Decepticons are exactly what they didn't want the Decepticons to be in season one. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda. I mean, yeah. they. I mean, they are really. It's hard to say whether they're defeated here because they are running away anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're hit by a shockwave from the explosion and. And it also sets off a bunch of car alarms. (laughs) Because Detroit. Yes, the fallout from a giant explosion over Detroit sets off car alarms. No fallout or anything, just car alarms. (laughs) Yep. Should have been a cloud of dust and shrapnel and shattered windows. Nope, car alarms. Bits of Starscream falling down. So uh, well, so after uh, well, they're all sort of recovering. Uh, lockdown uh, calls into Prowl and says, "Hey, you know, we uh, we're very we're we're a lot alike. We worked uh, pretty well together. What do you say, you and me? We uh, will be bounty hunter bros." And Prowl replies, "New phone, who yep. did?" <laughs> he does the the yep. Yondu and Rocket Raccoon speech. <laughs> Only it worked with Yondu and yeah. Rocket Raccoon because it was true. Here, it's not yeah. as much. Not so much. No. He's like, you know, it was fun while it lasted, but, uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm just not into it. <laughs> I'm just not that into it. Yep. So, all his upgrades are gone. He hands the EMP back to Ratchet. And all is well, and we've all decided to forget that Prowl was just a dick for 20 minutes. He's such a dick, though. I mean, he's been a dick for a long time. 20 minutes is just easy to fold into that. Yes. 
Well, on the universal scale of prowl dickishness, he's still at the lower end than normal D1 prowl. <laughs> well, this is true. This I mean, also he's, true. He's about, you know, he's a little higher than, uh, in as far as dickishness go, than like Generation 1 cartoon prowl, who really didn't get to do anything, yeah. except for occasionally yeah, sound like Duke. Yes, this is his main characteristic, was sounding like Duke. <laughs> hey, everyone, prowl's gonna be okay, and that's why nobody watched or... the movie. <laughs> <laughs> or, alternately, Cyclops from Pride of the X-Men. He, he was certainly, if you wanted a kind of generic e-leader guy from an 80s cartoon, Michael Bell was your man. Yes. But hey, we cut back to Starscream, who is now living in that busted-up Decepticon base, and, uh, yes, begun the Clone Wars have. <laughs> he has made all the clones. So many clones. Sandian. Yes, the show is encouraging you to army build stars. Oh, that was a Voyager too. It's expensive. <laughs> yeah, though, though, yes. When I I recall when this first aired, being like, "Well, time for Seekers." Yep. This is the part of and... Transformers where we get a whole bunch of star screams. Yep, and I mean, I think it works here because Starscream is just such a narcissist that, of course, he would make a bunch yeah. of copies of himself. Yeah. It works way... It's probably the best here as to having a series of things that are a bunch of dudes who are just Starscream in different colors. Yes. Here, it works, because he would build better. Yes. I wish they'd done more with the activators. Aw. Yeah, I, I wish they had more. Yeah. Unfortunately, there were a couple who didn't get made at all. Yeah, and there were some that were only made in Japan. Right. I think Thundercracker was only Japanese, although I think there was an activator of him. He... Yeah, the Thunder, the Voyager Thundercracker, I think, was Japanese. And I think they were going to release one here, but it was canceled. Yeah, um, well, there were quite a few canceled toys, including somebody from the next episode. That's right, and we didn't get a, we, uh, we didn't get a slipstream at all. Yeah. No. <sighs> of course not. But anyway, yeah, that, that is the episode, and, uh, this was a fun one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it kind of bends Prowl's character a little to, uh, to make the episode work, but it's enjoyable enough, and I I do like the looks of the st- of the samurai armor. Which, yeah, spoilers, it, we it, haven't seen the last of it. Yeah, it sells a toy, and also I'm not really all that offended by Pearl being a dick. Yes, that's hmm. kind of a thing he does. It is indeed, and also I, I I lockdown is one of the best villains from this show and I like that he only showed up sparingly so it was always kind of a special event when he showed up. Yeah, well he had one of those voice yeah. actors who yeah. was a special guest star, so. This is true. And he was memorable enough that we got him in other fiction continuities. That's right. Sort of. Yeah, I hope of. he keeps showing up. Yeah. yeah. I don't want him to be limited to animated in Transformers 4. Well, he I'm, was in, well, uh... Um, there's the Generations. He was in the IDW comics. Yeah. He was in more than meets oh, yeah, the eye, true. hanging out with Tyrest. I'm still kind of mad that they didn't get Lance Henriksen for Age of Extinction. Yeah, that would have been good. I mean, the guy voicing him was fine in that movie, but he was no Lance Henriksen. I don't even remember him having a voice. I just remember him talking to Frasier, and, but I don't remember anything that was said. <laughs> yeah, I mostly remember him being not Frasier. Yes. Oh, man, maybe he should have just been Kelsey Grammer. And I mostly remember Frasier being spelled F-R-A-J-E-R. <laughs> Today is the end, Optimus Prime. Today is the day when I do know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. <laughs> They're calling again. Oh, I wonder if anybody has edited the the clip of him getting shot in the movie and like had him either had him say "I am wounded" or uh, the the clip of him falling off stage. Oh, well, I was impersonating a UN translator. <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of great as Beast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he was really good. I mean, he's way too old to be in that movie, but it's okay. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, that is a fistful of Energon. It's it's fun. Um, It it does advance the plot a little. Yeah, they do care about where uh, Lockdown is, even if they don't really care about where Lockdown is. Yes. Yes. (laughs) 
And uh, yes, we will be seeing him again. And we'll also be seeing some incarnation of all these star screams again. Yes. Conveniently color-coded. Yes. And we will be seeing references to Lockdown next week. Indeed we will. When we deal with another Decepticon mercenary of sorts. So, of course, until then, though, you can find us all over the internet. We are on uh, Twitter, we are on Tumblr, and we're on Facebook. And we are hosted by IaconUnderground.net, where we have a Patreon campaign set up to help fund uh, some upgrades, some uh, equipment, software, that sort of stuff. Uh, You can find us on Patreon.com slash IaconUnderground. That's right, and we have Patreon-exclusive episodes now. Yes, we have... This month, coming up, we will all become kimono enemies when we watch another episode of Kimono Friends. Hey. Yes, we will subject ourselves to that. That's right, and we're doing it for you, Patreon uh, subscribers. Yeah. And, of course, you can find this podcast wherever finer podcasts are found, on both iTunes and Google Play. Wherever you find us, please rate and review us. And, of course, join us next week when we uh, when we get into a fender bender with SUV, the Society of Ultimate Villainy. Dun, dun, dun. Until then, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. Okay. Sorry, I'm stopping mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm recording. Sorry, I forgot to open the new one. Oh, well, I'm, I'm recording on the same one. Okay, well, I'm ready for a new countdown. Okay. Is, uh, what, everybody, oh, new count. Fine, I'll stop. And... Okay. Okay. Three, two, one, record. Okay. Okay, Yay, record. Okay. okay.